What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie Barbie. Here's a quick synopsis. Barbie seemingly has it all, living in Barbie world with the other Barbies and Kens. When she starts to have off-putting thoughts, and to get things back to normal, she makes a trip to the real world to visit the owners of her doll. The film stars Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira, Simu Liu, Ariana Greenblatt, Kingsley Benadire, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae, Michael Sarah, Alexandra Shipp, and Will Ferrell. Standout performances, the big winner of Barbie. Barbie is Margot Robbie. Not only does she give a really good, fun performance, the movie is also a massive hit. Unlike her last few films, The Suicide Squad, Amsterdam, and Babylon, Barbie is the biggest movie of Robbie's career and solidifies her as the biggest movie star actress of her time. She also produced the movie. For a while, people were wondering if Robbie could sell a hit movie, and Barbie answered those questions. It's not in my top tier of her performances. Her three best, in my opinion, are I, Tanya, Babylon, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I believe this will go down as the most important movie in Margot Robbie's career. It will garner her endless amounts of opportunities to make any movie she wants in the future. Robbie's next film is an Ocean's Eleven prequel along with Barbie co-star Ryan Gosling, directed by bombshell filmmaker Jay Roach. I'm going to be honest, the last few films for Ryan Gosling has me rethinking what I previously believed about the actor. I thought he was a guy who had very little interest in being a mainstream movie star. This was a guy who used his fame from The Notebook to make films like 2006's Half Nelson, 2007's Lars and the Real Girl, where he plays a guy in love with a doll who isn't real, and dark films like 2010's Blue Valentine and The Ides of March in 2011, and The Place Beyond the Pines in 2012. His last two movies are the action-packed The Gray Man and Barbie. This, to me, shows he is, in fact, interested in being a popular movie star, and I don't mean that as a diss. It's not a bad thing. It's just something I previously thought Gosling didn't want. He's in a movie like Barbie to make more movies like he's done in the past. I understand that. I just never thought I would see Ryan Gosling play a Ken in a Barbie movie. I understand why he's working with Margot Robbie, one of the best actresses. He's working with Greta Gerwig, one of the best writer-directors. One has to wonder if, like Robbie, Ryan Gosling needed to be in a hit movie because it had been a while. I mean, First Man was a brilliant film that wasn't a hit at the box office. La La Land was really the last big mainstream hit of Ryan Gosling's career because not enough people saw Blade Runner 2049. I mean, we look back at that movie and think that it was kind of a commercial failure, even though a lot of people saw Blade Runner 2049. Gosling is really good in Barbie as Ken and is really funny. However, there seems to be this narrative that this is the first time he's been funny on screen, and that is far from the truth. If you've seen him in Crazy Stupid Love, The Big Short, and The Nice Guys, then you won't be surprised by his performance as Ken. Gosling, for a long time, has been capable of being the funniest guy in a movie. Along with the Ocean's Eleven prequel, Gosling will also also star in David Leach's The Fall Guy with Emily Blunt. I'm a massive fan of Ryan Gosling, especially his work in La La Land. 
That's when I became a massive fan. But movies like The Gray Man, Barbie, and The Fall Guy show that he really is interested in being a mainstream movie star. And I'm good with that as long as every once in a while I get a movie like The Place Beyond the Pines. The final performance in Barbie that stood out to me comes from America Ferrera, best known for the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movies and the television show Ugly Betty. She is playing a mom who works at Mattel, the company that of course makes Barbies. People are pointing out one key scene that is her signature moment, but I think she's great in every single scene she's in. This is far and away her best performance in a movie. Ferreira will next be in Dumb Money, the film about the GameStop stocks with Seth Rogen, Paul Dano, Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, and Pete Davidson. So I remember when the rest of this cast was announced and it was a big cast but I'll be honest I wanted more from the rest of the cast, specifically Will Ferrell and Michael Sarah, two comedic stars who aren't bad in the movie, but aren't given a whole lot to do. I just thought this movie, based on the cast, was going to be more of an ensemble, and it isn't. It really is all about Robbie's Barbie and Gosling's Ken, and that's understandable. They are massive stars, but I just don't understand why cast Ferrell in the part and give him nothing memorable. It reminded me of when he was president business in the Lego movie, but even that was better. Michael Sarah is funny in the movie and is given a crazy scene. I just wanted more of a backstory for the character of Alan. I don't know anything about that toy or its failure. I wanted more of an explanation. Let's talk about the writer-director of the film, Greta Gerwig. This is her third solo directorial effort, the other two being Lady Bird, one of my all-time favorite films and Little Women, which was one of the best movies of 2019. Barbie, to me, is not on their level, but is still a really good showcase for Gerwig as a director. She co-wrote Barbie with Noah Baumbach. These are two of the best screenwriters working today, and with the dialogue in Barbie, for the most part, they brought their A-game. Gerwig was able to add her filmic style to a broad movie like Barbie. That's super impressive. Very few people are capable of doing that. This at the end of the day feels like a Greta Gerwig written and directed film and some filmmakers get lost in these bigger broader movies. For instance, Olivia Wilde directed Booksmart, one of my favorite films, and then directed Don't Worry Darling. I think she got lost a little in Don't Worry Darling. That doesn't feel like the same filmmaker at all. Olivia Wilde felt lost in that movie. That was not the case with Greta Gerwig and Barbie. It still feels like a Greta Gerwig movie, in the best sense. Gerwig in the past has been labeled as an indie darling, but she almost starred in a version of how I Met Your Father, and her next project is another big one. She's directing an adaptation of The Chronicles of Narnia for Netflix. Gerwig's agent, Jeremy Barber, had some strong opinions on her working on Barbie, telling the New York Times, quote, Greta and I have been very consciously constructing a career. Her ambition is to not be the biggest woman director, but a big studio director. Is it a great thing that our great creative actors and filmmakers live in a world where 
where you can only take giant swings around consumer content and mass-produced products? I don't know, but it is the business. So if that's what people will consume, then let's make it more interesting, more complicated. And what's interesting about that quote, it's both a celebration and a fear of what's to come with the success of Barbie, because it sounds like that Barber knows what's going to happen after the giant success of Barbie, that the company Mattel is going to try to make more and more movies like Barbie. There's already talks about a movie about Barney the Dinosaur written by Daniel Kaluuya. I read about a movie about Polly Pocket written and directed by Lena Dunham starring Lily Collins. J.J. Abrams is working on a Hot Wheels movie like Mattel is trying to make it into the movie business. And Barbie is going to give them ample opportunity to do so. But will all of their movies be as successful as Barbie? Absolutely not. It will be a trend, but it will not be a trend that lasts forever. Let's talk about the movie in general. What I really liked, and I'm not the first to say this, is everything that happened in Barbie World. I think it's fantastic. I think it's such a vision. It's so much fun. All of the funny scenes happened in Barbie World. I loved Margot Robbie in those scenes. I loved Ryan Gosling in those scenes. Greta Gerwig created a world that felt fun. It felt imaginative. I mean, I would love Greta Gerwig's take on a Peter Pan movie because I can't imagine what she would do with a place like Neverland. I think that's the hardest thing about this movie was creating Barbie World, and she was able to do that. Not a lot of filmmakers are capable of making a world and making it seem like it could be a real place. I mean, there's a version of Barbie World that comes out terribly because some other filmmaker would do it in such a lazy way. Gerwig clearly thought about how Barbie World would feel and look. The problem, and I'm not the first to say it, is all the scenes in the real world, they felt forced. I'm sure Greta Gerwig was forced to put scenes like that in the movie by Mattel. I don't think Mattel should have been a character in the movie whatsoever. We did not need to hear about that company. I'm sure the company forced that idea on Greta Gerwig. Box office. Barbie, as of this moment, is the second movie of 2023 to make over a billion dollars. The other being the Super Mario Brothers movie. And the biggest thing these two films have in common is the nostalgia factor. Most people played Mario and most girls had Barbies. These movies had giant built-in audiences. Barbie also had crazy promotions online. The film is currently the highest grossing film in the history of Warner Brothers. Gerwig is the first solo female director to make a movie that made over a billion dollars. I mean, the cultural impact of Barbie is astonishing. And at the same time, refreshing because we were beginning to live in a world where it felt like the only movies that could have this kind of impact were superhero movies like Avengers Endgame. Barbie felt almost as big as Avengers Endgame, and the fact that it came close to B 
being that is super impressive. Oscar chances. As of today, what I believe is Margot Robbie will be nominated for Best Actress, Ryan Gosling for Supporting Actor, and Gerwig will be nominated for Best Screenplay. Also in play is Best Director and Best Picture. I wouldn't be mad about that. This is a good movie that was popular. I think this is the kind of movie that the Oscars should consider for Best Picture. Do I think at the end of the year I'm going to put Barbie in my top 10? No, I don't think it is for me, but I can understand that the Oscars are going to nominate 10 movies. Why not nominate a movie like Barbie that everyone saw? And then people will watch the Oscars because they want to see the cast of Barbie reunite. That's what the Oscars are for, to celebrate. I understand that the victory for Barbie is the making of a billion dollars, but it's not like the movie is actually going to win Best Picture. There is no harm in nominating it for Best Picture. I also think the Oscars should be celebrating box office victories. I mean, what Barbie and Oppenheimer are doing are all time. It's never been seen before. Oppenheimer is near the highest grossing R-rated films of all time, and Barbie is now the highest grossing film in the history of Warner Brothers. It's a moment. You need to capture that moment, and if Barbie isn't there, you're ignoring the biggest movie of 20. 23 and that sounds insane you can't ignore it i understand ignoring the movie if it wasn't very good but barbie is a very good movie i'm not saying it's the best movie i'm not saying it's an all-time movie but it is a movie that you need to celebrate if you want to capture what the year in movies of 2023 was barbie is one of those movies that's so big that it has you wondering what are the people involved going to do after the success of this movie What is going to happen to Greta Gerwig in the next five years? Is she going to make the Narnia movies for Netflix? And are those movies going to be super popular? I already believe Greta Gerwig is a top five writer-director working today. Is she about to become one of the biggest of her generation? I think she's close to being there. Barbie is a massive hit. I just want to see what she does after the success of Barbie. Another question is, if they make a sequel to the this movie will Greta Gerwig be involved like I could see a scenario where she writes the sequel to Barbie but doesn't direct the movie every studio is going to want to be in the Greta Gerwig business All three of her movies have drastically overperformed at the box office. Then we have Margot Robbie, who is already a big star, but what is she going to do after the success of Barbie? I know the Ocean's Eleven prequel is happening. Will she end up making that all-female version of Pirates of the Caribbean? I think that's kind of beneath her at this point. I want to see her work with those great directors. She's already worked with Scorsese and Tarantino. Honestly, I want to see her do more movies like Babylon. I think that was such a brave performance that should have received Oscars recognition. My fear is that she'll make less movies like Babylon and just make a ton of Barbies which are fun but I want to see the movies like Babylon. And I'm also sure we haven't seen the last of her playing Harley Quinn. And then there's Ryan Gosling. I think what's obviously going to happen with the success of Barbie is they are going to do a full out 
Ken movie starring Ryan Gosling. I think that's the obvious thing that's going to happen here. I think Ryan Gosling will be the lead of the Ken movie. That's going to happen. There's no doubt after the success of this movie, they're going to try to do every single standalone movie they can, and Ken is the obvious candidate to get his own movie. What is life going to be without Margot Robbie's Barbie in his life. I do want to talk about his Oscar chances for a minute. I would think it'd be insane if this is the movie where Ryan Gosling won his Oscar. I mean, I'm sorry. I liked him in the movie, but this isn't his performance in La La Land. This isn't his performance in Drive. He's been so much better in other movies. I think the Best Supporting Actor Oscar is going to end up going to Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, and I do believe he's a lot better in Oppenheimer than Gosling is in Barbie. Overall, I like Don't Love Barbie, but do believe it's the best possible outcome for a movie about the beloved doll. Like, I thought that this movie was going to be one of those weird doll-comes-to-life movies that are cheaply made. And yes, I should have had more faith in Greta Gerwig, but that was my biggest fear for this movie, that this movie would feel silly, that this movie would feel out of place, that this movie would have a forced tone that doesn't work, and I think for the most part, this movie really, really works. Again, not all of it. Some of it feels forced. Like, all of the Mattel feels forced, and I feel like I'm not blaming Greta Gerwig. I'm blaming Mattel. They obviously made her use them in the movie. I don't think she wanted to make a movie that included Mattel's CEO. And I will say, without spoiling, this movie has one of the weirdest endings of all time. Nobody could have seen that coming. I get the ending. It's kind of a funny ending. I think it's a weird ending. That's not the kind of ending you want for your movie, just to be like, I was kind of weirded out by that, and it was a surprise. I get what they did with the ending. It's just not what I wanted from the ending of this movie. And one thing I really don't want to do with the Barbie movie is debate the social implications of the movie how it views men and women. I get it. There could be a real debate here, but I don't want to argue about how deep or not deep the Barbie movie is. I think it's a good time. I think it makes some really good points about the culture in general. Is it all right? No. Is it all wrong? No. I think the people that are mad about it were going to be mad about any movie that involved Barbie. Absolutely none of what the movie had to say about men or women bothered me whatsoever and I really don't think it should bother you. It's a movie. It wasn't really saying anything new or saying something that hadn't been said. People have had these feelings since the beginning of time. It's okay that those feelings are shared in a Barbie movie. It's just a movie. If you don't agree with it, walk away and never watch it again. After watching it, it is interesting to think about the people that almost played Barbie. I mean, Amy Schumer was attached to this movie. Now, I like Amy Schumer, but one would imagine that her version of this movie would have been more critical of the doll. And I was reading that Margot Robbie's choice to play Barbie was Gal Gadot. Now, that is a very different movie. I mean, I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I'm not sure she could be the lead of a movie like Barbie. I don't think she would understand the tone if it was the Greta Gerwig version of this movie. Now, as a massive fan of Greta Gerwig, I will say I was disappointed not to see Sir Ronan in this movie or Timothy Chalamet in this movie. They, of course, were in Little Women 
Woman and Lady Bird. I love them both in that movie. I want Saoirse Ronan in every single Greta Gerwig movie as a leading character. I wish she was one of the other Barbies. And Timothy Chalamet clearly could have been a Ken. I get it. They were out doing other projects. They couldn't have been involved. But in the future, Greta Gerwig, please bring back Saoirse Ronan and Timothy Chalamet and make them your leads of your next movies. So in closing, do I think Barbie is a perfect movie? No, but I think it's the best possible movie about Barbie. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out Barbie, and next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the movie You Hurt My Feelings, starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus and written and directed by Nicole Hall of Center. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.